Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Elevate. My name is Jessica. My name is Darwin. And today we're going to be talking about people who are Latinos but don't speak Spanish. I feel targeted. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I used to feel like it was a little wrong for you to be Latino and not speak Spanish. I grew up in a household where... My mom obviously spoke Spanish to me because she didn't really know English. Mm -hmm. So I had no other choice but to learn the language. I also have the advantage that my mother did put me in bilingual class when I started school, which was also an advantage for me, which is the reason why I speak Spanish so well now that I'm an adult. I think I was in bilingual for like one year, maybe. Okay. So then after that, you were just in monolingual class. Actually, no, I was in bilingual from kindergarten to third grade. Now that I think about it. Clearly. So you don't remember, like, learning? Did you ever take, like, Spanish class? Yeah, but. Yeah, but no. It kind of did. It wasn't enough years for you to, like, really soak it in. Well, I was in bilingual class until I graduated my elementary school. And my elementary school ended. The school I was at, it went up to sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So up until sixth grade, I was in bilingual class, which I didn't understand how much of an advantage that was for me. I just, you know, it, it was what it was for me. It, it wasn't a choice for me. My mom just put me in bilingual class. And I actually think it was a great thing she did that because, like I said, is there, a lot of people are very surprised when I tell them that I was born here in New York and I didn't. I wasn't born in the Dominican Republic when they've only heard me speak Spanish because they say I speak very good Spanish for someone who was born here. Um, And, you know, it was just kind of normal for me. I didn't actually realize how much of a struggle it is to continue to speak Spanish or speak Spanish in the more proper way, if you want to say it that way, for kids who go straight into school just English. And now I now as a mom of two, well, my, my daughter isn't in school yet, but my son is already in the fourth grade. And I think the biggest mistake we made was not pulling, putting him in bilingual class. And the reason why I didn't put him in bilingual class was because I felt like my mother is the one that babysits him. Anytime yeah. he's not with us, he's with my mother. And my mother doesn't speak English. She's always speaking Spanish. So to me, I said, okay, well, he... He's going to learn English regardless. We speak English. Um, but he's also going to learn Spanish regardless because, you know, he's going to be around my mom and my dad all the time. And they only speak Spanish. So to me, I thought, he doesn't need to be in bilingual class. He's going to learn Spanish yeah. with my mother. And we also thought, like, oh, his primary language is English anyways. Like, he'll learn whatever he needs to learn in Spanish from us. I didn't really think about it that way. I just... We're bilingual. I mean, I'm more comfortable speaking in Spanish than you are. But you, it's not like you yeah. can't have a conversation with someone in Spanish. Yeah. But the thing, here's the thing. We were both, he wasn't born here. He was born in Venezuela, but he came here very young. So all his years, he remembers it here in New York. So both of us kind of growing up in New York, we're both um, bilingual. But... For some reason, we have more dialogue in English. And we didn't really realize, like, we never really sat down and, and analyzed, well, you know what, we talk 
more English than we do Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just didn't think about it. And like I said, I always felt like he's going to be around my mom so much, you know, he's going to learn Spanish. And we, you know, once in a while, we speak in Spanish as well. It's not like we say, oh, no, we can't talk Spanish. We're not that type of people. We're not ashamed to speak Spanish or of, all, of our culture. We just literally don't think about what language we're going to talk in when we're going to talk. We just talk. <laughs> yeah, and it's usually in English. Yeah. And so... My son is nine years old now, and his Spanish is like gringo Spanish. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and we are to blame. <laughs> We're Spanish totally his, to blame. His Spanish is like his dad's Spanish. Oh, I, it's worse than your Spanish. And now I feel like kind of guilty that I didn't put him in bilingual class. Now I'm thinking about putting my daughter in bilingual because I was definitely wrong about thinking that he was just going to pick up on the Spanish because my mother would speak. And it's like he understands perfectly when you talk to him in Spanish. But when it comes to speaking it, because yeah. he's speaking English in school all day, he obviously feels more comfortable just speaking in English. And whenever he does speak Spanish, is very broken Spanish. Very, um, He tries. <laughs> yeah, I think Zena should be in bilingual because if you think about it, if you do it young when they're when they're that young, it's it's okay because they'll probably be out of bilingual by like fourth fifth grade. So at least they get the basics of right. like because that's the problem with Armani. He doesn't even know like the proper basic words to put sentences together. Like so, yo quiero va. Yeah. Yo quiero qué? <laughs> yo quiero ir, Armani. Yo quiero ir. No, yo quiero va. <laughs> He's here, by the way. He's like, why are you talking He's about He's like, that? no, what are you saying? <laughs> That's not true. But it's fine. You know, I know he tries. And, you know, every time he says something incorrectly, I try to correct him so he gets better. But, yeah, I, I feel like it would have been a lot better and more of an advantage if he would have been in bilingual class from the very beginning. Because now I'm not, I'm not going to change him because I don't want to confuse him. Yeah. So, you know, he's just going to have to get better at Spanish as the years go by and we start correcting his speaking. But he completely understands a person if they talk to him in Spanish because, you know, his grandma talks to him in Spanish all day whenever he's around her. So, you know, at least that's good. But, yeah, I think that's what happened with me as well. I was in bilingual uh, all of elementary and then I was in monolingual class, but that's all I needed to have the foundation. Just my elementary school years in bilingual class. To and I think I just learned. It's not like I don't know Spanish, mm -hmm. right? But I don't know a lot of the the proper words. Yeah, you're say. more like street Spanish. Yeah, but I could have a long conversation in Spanish, but it's not gonna be like TV style like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say that when I. I mean, I could don't don't get me wrong. I could do both. I can, yeah, if, yeah. if I'm talking to someone who's, like, talking to me in, like, street Spanish, I can have a conversation with them as well, and I understand perfectly what they're saying. But I also can have a very professional conversation with someone in Spanish, and that's usually what surprises a lot of people when we, they hear me talk jokes that because sometimes, she, sometimes she'd be saying, like, some brand-new-ass words I've never heard in Spanish. I'd be like... Brand-new for you. <laughs> nah, you'd be making up these... Like, the other day, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, my hormones. Like, I'm sweating a lot from, like, mis axilas. What? Estoy sudando mucho de las axilas. Apparently, that's armpits. In my world, <laughs> armpits is sobaco. <laughs> that is... No. That is 
I think that is like a street term. For I've never ex- heard that word that you just said. I've heard auxilio, which means auxilio. help. Auxilio. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So the reason why this conversation came came up as well is because I was seeing a video um, a couple weeks back uh, made by Beatrice, uh, cooking with Beatrice. Shout out to you, girl. And she was talking about how she was being bullied and um, being made fun of because she does cooking videos with, like, mostly Spanish dishes, but her Spanish isn't the best because she didn't grow in a household where they would speak the language to her, I'm assuming. And so, you know, they would they call her names, like whitewash or whatever. And I just think it's so wrong before, I didn't really understand why you would come from a, a Spanish um, or Latino family and not speak Spanish at all. To me, I was like, that's, that's how do you communicate? But then I started learning, you know, that then you also have Puerto Ricans who their parents, most of them came here when they were really young or they were born and raised in New York and so the parents know English, and so they're they're also talking English to mm-hmm. their kids, which is our situation yeah. now. And you just forget the language, which is not saying that it's acceptable. I'm not saying that it's okay. Because I do believe that you need to keep your culture alive, and you should not feel embarrassed to speak Spanish. If anything, you should be proud to be bilingual. And to even speak more than two languages, be trilingual. That yeah. that's that is a something to be proud of. That is something that adds value to you as a person. So you should never feel like I don't want to talk Spanish. Like why? Because that's something you should be proud of. That's something that comes from you know your culture, your people, your background. Um, and even though, like for example, he was born in Venezuela, I was born here in New York. It doesn't matter where I was born from. My blood, Dominican, you know. The Dominican essence is in my blood because both of my parents are Dominican. They were born in the Dominican Republic. So no matter whether I was born here or over there, my parents, their roots are Mm -hmm. in the Dominican Republic. So I should never feel ashamed or like I don't want to speak Spanish. So I'm not, you know, with those people who, you know, want to bring down the Spanish language and it's like, oh, you're in America, like speak English. No, I don't feel like that is acceptable or okay but now i do have a new understanding onto how easily it can be forgotten how mm-hmm. easily it can be lost in a family especially when both parents speak english and you're not really putting that much thought into the fact that hey let's try to speak more spanish so that our kids you know our language doesn't get lost and so i think it's very important to keep that in mind so that you know when your kids are growing up you are teaching them somehow trying to keep the language alive. Yeah, and I feel like the internet is just so toxic because what the hell does it even matter if she doesn't speak? It's like saying, like, what if she loved to cook Chinese food? That Does she have to speak Chinese in order to cook Chinese food? Or I know, I know, I know. It's it, I, f- I do feel like it's very toxic and people are very, their intentions aren't good when they do that. 
Because one thing is to encourage someone mm-hmm. to learn how to speak the their native language, and something else is, is to be bullying them because they don't. You don't know their some their circumstances. You don't know why they don't speak the language. And even though she doesn't speak Spanish, she's trying to connect with her heritage. She's yeah. trying to connect by cooking, you know, those traditional plates. So it really isn't necessary to bully someone based on that. You just don't know the the circumstances, the situations, you know, the, their environment that they grew up in. And it's just, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. If anything, we should be correcting her. If she tries to say something in Spanish and she says it the wrong way, we should be saying, hey, um, like, that's not really how you say it. You know, this is the way you say it. You know, not trying to bully her, but, you know, trying to teach her, mm-hmm. you know, how to do it. Because I know for Beatrice, she's had a very difficult childhood she was in the foster care system and she didn't have a very easy normal upbringing and so that in itself you know I feel I think she should be very proud of herself to begin with because she's had tremendous progress with her life given her background and people like that really make me feel grateful for my upbringing and you know and and it also makes me admire them as people to see someone who's gone through so much hurt, who didn't really have structure in their home, um, or like a mom who was present, a dad who would protect, you know, go from that to building a beautiful family mm-hmm. and have such a beautiful spirit, you know, online. I really, It really makes me have another sense of gratitude, you know, for that person and, and admiration for yeah. that person because coming from that type of environment to you flourishing completely and just saying, you know what, my upbringing was not the best, but guess what? I don't care. I'm going to make the best of my life and I can't control what happened to me back then, but now I'm going to decide to make my life better for me, my husband and my kids. Like I think that's beautiful and very inspiring. That's a fact. Okay, so the reason why I'm saying this is just don't shame people for being Latino and not speaking Spanish. If anything, encourage them to start learning the language, to be proud of where they come from, to be proud of where their, their heritage, their culture, and to start embracing their languages and to be proud and, and seek out learning to speak another language. But let's not shame people for not speaking Spanish because there's different circumstances in people's lives and we just don't know why they haven't and now more than ever I understand like I said how easily you can lose the language without intentionally wanting to lose the language um so yeah and for those of us who are young parents you know let's keep that in mind you know it's a blessing for our kids to be able to speak two languages speaking two languages for me has only opened doors so should Latinos dance Bachata, merengue, salsa. I mean, but that's, that's, you don't have to dance because not everybody was born to dance or likes to dance, but I mean. Is that shameful? That they don't dance? I don't think so. I don't know. Latino culture. Since music, I feel like it's so. I mean, I think maybe other cultures maybe might look at you or maybe within the same culture they might look at you like, oh, my God, look at this, I don't know, Dominican who doesn't know how to dance bachata or whatever. But that's something that's so personal. I mean, you don't, 
you can come from the Dominican Republic and you just don't have rhythm. Like, what What do you want me to do? <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? I, I don't think that because you're Spanish, you're supposed to know how to dance. I mean, well, I just I mean, say it because I've seen that before, too. Those comments, like, I mean, people tell me like that. They'd be like, in the comments, there'd be men in, in TikTok being like, yo, this guy didn't come here. Meaning like ridiculous. That's just that's honestly for me, that's just a hater. Because it's not like you don't have rhythm. Like maybe you don't dance like I don't know, like a professional bachata dancer Yo. like performing. Watch your mouth. <laughs> maybe you're not like doing performance like steps, but you have rhythm. Yeah, I do my one, two, three step, one, two, three step. <laughs> So I just, I wouldn't pay attention to those people. But either way, I don't think that because you're Spanish, you're supposed to know how to dance. It's just not. It's a very personal thing. Now, uh, now something different is for you to be um, Latino and you hear, let's say, our type of music and you're ashamed of it. Like, then oh, that's yeah. a different story. But if you listen to it, you enjoy it, you know, you're just not the type to dance. Like, that's not something to be ashamed of either. That's a very personal trait. You know, there's people who love dancing and were born to dance. And then there's people who just weren't, who were just born to sit down and listen to it. And, or maybe not even, you know, who knows? Like everybody has their own preferences when it comes to music and that kind of thing. As long as we're not, um, shaming, you know, or feeling ashamed. I think that, you know, everything is good. I agree. All right. So that's it for today's podcast, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know your comments. What have been your experiences with this? Do you have children that don't speak Spanish, but you are Spanish? <laughs> Let us know in the comments down below. Are we the only ones who have an Americanized Dominican? <laughs> um let us know how you feel about this topic. Don't forget to like this video if you've gotten to the end of the video and you've enjoyed. If you're here on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we post a video. If you're listening to us on any of the audio platforms, don't forget to leave us your reviews. And that's it for today's podcast, you guys. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Until next time. Peace.